seated, but I invite my Episcoposse, all you Episcopeeps, say grade six or so and younger, eighth grade or younger, anyone who wants to help me out with the children's sermon, come on up because we're going to make some magic together today. And for all you congregants, there literally is going to be some magic that involves a sudden movement, so don't be alarmed. Fair warning. So y'all feel free to have a seat, crisscross applesauce here right in front of me. Yeah, right in front of me so I can see all your wonderful faces. So um, I'm going to stand up for just a second for the first part of this sermon. And I don't know if y'all knew this about me, but when I was about 8, 9, 10 years old, for a couple years there, I was obsessed with magic. More, yeah, is that really hard? It's really hard to imagine, right? Um, there was this amazing place in Houston, Texas called the Magic Island. It was sort of a themed restaurant that you'd go to. It was right on I-59, and you'd go for a dinner. It was sort of Egyptian-themed, and they had all these amazing magicians who would perform the art of illusion. And my mom was in grad school, so every day after school for about three years, I studied under this guy named Magic Magician Phil. And he, like, looked very much the David Copperfield type, sort of slicked back, black hair, and really, uh, really kind of dudded up in a very performative way. And I wanted more than anything to be like Magic Magician Phil. And so I studied, and I worked so hard. And in time, I could take, a, 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 you know, do tricks like take a, a handkerchief and make it turn into a cane. Yeah, I used to be able to make the cane dance, but it's been a couple years, so that's about, that's about as, as uh, intense as my magic prowess gets these days, but y'all, you know what? I mean, as cool as magic is, y'all all could learn how to do it. Exactly. Well, I mean, is it real? Is it not? What's real? I mean, Cupcake says it's not real. Um, I think it could be. What's that? Your brother's eight years old? Very cool. That's when I started uh, learning magic. And all of y'all, if you worked really hard, you could learn how to do magic too. But these days, I'm not so interested in magic. I'm more interested in miracles. I'm really interested in miracles. Do y'all think about miracles much? What's a, what's a miracle? Do y'all, could anyone give me like a definition of what a miracle is? Yeah, Charlie? Yeah, something amazing that happened. Something amazing that happened that's maybe a little bit difficult for us to explain. You know, I mean, miracles, miracles are, are, we hear a lot about them in the Bible. We hear about them in some of our story traditions. And in fact, today in our gospel that Reverend Christie just led, we heard all about a bunch of miracles. So Jesus has this cousin named John. And John is a teacher, sort of a religious teacher, just like Jesus, like the kind of religious teacher that I and Jimmy and Mary and Christy um, aspire to be. And so this cousin of Jesus, John, sends some of his students to Jesus. And they ask him a question. They say, hey, are you our ultimate teacher? Are you the teacher we should be following? And did y'all catch what Jesus said? We kind of had a different translation of the Bible today. So it might have been a little tough to catch what he said. But Jesus said, go and tell my cousin this. People who are sick are being healed. People who can't see are having their eyes open so they can see again. People who can't hear are having their ears open so they can hear. And even people who are dead, who had the life go out of them, 
are being raised back to life. I mean, that's pretty miraculous, right? Isn't that amazing? I mean, Jesus is able to take people who are sick, whose bodies are hurting, and are able to give them health again and make them completely well. I mean, I think that's pretty miraculous. And what's so cool as well is in other parts of the Bible, Jesus tells all of his students, and we're Jesus' students as well if we're here, that we also can do things that amazing. We also can perform miracles. So this week, for my hour of love, I was thinking about miracles, and I was walking around outside, and I was wondering to myself, how can I perform the type of miracles that Jesus does? How can I live out this kind of miraculous love in my own life? Because it seems like sometimes in these days, we don't see those kind of miraculous healings happening anymore. But I started looking around, and you know what I noticed, y'all? I think miracles are actually everywhere. So think about this. You know the Snake River, right? Maybe we, maybe we swim in it in the summertime or go rafting on it or fish in it. Well, the water that flows as the Snake River in the springtime and summer, it gets taken up into the air through evaporation, and then it snows back down and becomes the snow that we can slide around on on our skis and snowboards. Isn't that awesome? Or think about the aspen trees and the pine trees. You know how they're so super, and skate as well. Yeah, you can skate also there, Teddy. And you know, the, the trees all around us that are so tall, you know how those trees get that tall? They take light from the sun, which is a star 3.9 million miles away, and they turn it into sugar that's like their food, and then they grow up to be super tall. And think about, think about all the creatures Exactly. A plant can grow up to a tree and then, like the mustard tree as well. And all these animals and creatures can feed on those plants. And some of those creatures are so amazing. I mean, think about a caterpillar that eats from a leaf and then builds a little house around itself and then turns. What's that? Oh, you got an ouchie? Yeah, I hear you. We're going to wrap this up quickly enough, y'all. Um, and so the caterpillar becomes a butterfly. Miraculous. Uh, and do a butterfly from a cocoon exactly and isn't that miraculous and y'all think about us think about you as children you eat those plants and animals that feed on those plants and look at these amazing bodies that you have to play with and did y'all know your hair do you know that your hair replaces itself every four to seven years and what about this one? This one's kind of gross. You know your skin? Do you know sometimes your skin, you actually shed it a little bit like a snake? And it replaces itself every month. Every month you get totally new skin. And even the cells, the teeny tiny part inside your body, every 80 to, they die. They replace themselves. Every 80 to 100 days, you have entirely new cells in your body. So each of us becomes a whole new person every 80 to 100 days. Isn't that amazing? That's like three times a year. That's totally miraculous. So y'all, not only are the kind of healings that Jesus did a miracle, not only did the fact that caterpillars turned into butterflies, is that a miracle? You each are a miracle as well. And even though your bodies totally change three times a year, you still are a beloved child of God. And the book that we read, the Bible says that we're made actually in God's image. 
And each one of us is a beloved child of God. And if we want to accomplish the kind of miracles that Jesus did, we can do that too. Just by loving the people in our lives, by sharing a little bit of kindness, a little bit of compassion, a little bit of love, we also can be miracles. So, what's the takeaway? Are we more, in, are we more about magic or miracle? What do you think, magic or miracle? Miracle! Amen! Y'all, so well done. You all are walking miracles, so go forth to spread some love and to share God's goodness in all you do. Amen. All right, y'all, should we go back to our families and say the creed together? Very cool. Thanks for coming to hang. What's that? I'll share.